podcast for hairdressers. What is up, everybody? The Just Jay-Z fam. Welcome back to the Just Jay-Z podcast. I am Stu. And I'm Jessie. And today we're going to be talking about something that I guess has just plays a big role, I guess, in our industry and just on social media in general, and that is going to be cancel culture. So the reason we wanted to talk about this in particular is because Chrissy Rasmussen, better known as Hair by Chrissy, she's the owner of Habit Salon in Arizona. She's been getting a lot of heat, you guys. Like, it's hotter than Arizona how much heat she's getting. (laughs) And uh, we really just wanted to talk about cancel culture in general because she's been getting so much crap on social media and people just saying, cancel Chrissy, cancel Chrissy. So we're going to be diving deep into this. So let's go ahead and get this party started. So Stu did a little digging and a little research and he found an article by HITC.com. And I'm going to read a little bit from this article because it kind of paraphrases what we're going to be talking about today. And then we're going to have a few of our reactions to the article, some questions we want to go over and kind of just like open up a conversation about this and give our opinions on what's happening. So basically the article says Chrissy Rasmussen has had a lot of backlash from social media users after followers began noticing that she wasn't complying with California's COVID-19 regulations in her new Los Angeles salon. In many of the photos and videos taken by the salon, both stylists and clients can be seen not wearing masks when they are supposed to be. Social media users have been calling out Hair by Chrissy on Twitter following the realization that the safety standards in her salon are below par. Um, A lot of people were tweeting her saying, why do you feel like you don't need to follow the rules? Things like that. Um, It's also become a big thing on TikTok. People are making fun of her there. And I feel like it's kind of blown up like if I'm reading through all these tweets that are in this article, it's like another person said, I'm so happy Hair by Chrissy is getting called out for her BS. And it just has a lot of Twitter examples, which is kind of sad. Um, it said Hair by Chrissy was getting so many negative comments on her TikTok videos that she turned her comments off. She did end up posting on her Instagram and she was kind of making fun of it all. Um, I don't really know how this all started, but I know that they were making fun of her for the masks. Um, I know there were some other people saying that she only did like pretty white girl's hair. And I think it just kind of snowballed. And then it got to the point where people were saying she just fries hair off. And that's where the hair by crispy thing came in. And she ended up kind of responding that to that on her Instagram by making fun of it, which is probably the only way to get through that. (laughs) So basically she's just getting all this backlash and how it started was people started realizing that she was working in her Los Angeles salon when salons were supposed to be closed and they weren't wearing masks and, um, that all their models were just like these white influencers. I've seen a lot of that type of thing. And I think it snowballed into this whole hair by crispy thing where they said that she fried hair. It's kind of gotten out of hand. So that article basically summarizes it. And from what I've seen on social media, people have just jumped on the bandwagon because it's the cool thing to do right now. Um, So we wanted to give our opinions on this and maybe ask a few questions as well. What do you think about this article and this whole topic, Stu? I think it's definitely entertaining. It's funny that I had like friends who like don't know anything about hair that work at like banks and like normal (laughs) people jobs. And they were like, have you been seeing this hair by crispy thing? And I was like, no, I haven't. Like they knew about it way before I did. That's crazy. And so like when I got off work the other night, I went home and I had like all these texts about, have you seen this? Have you seen this? And even people DMing me and they were Mm -hmm. like, this is crazy. Chrissy is canceled. We are over her. And I was like, I was like, okay, like 
cancel culture in general, I don't like really it's like. It's so sad. It is sad. I feel like I feel like I've been tried. To, someone's tried to cancel me a time or two. But <laughs> look who's laughing. You now. come back stronger than ever. Um, well, but, I think it's so 2020 for this to be happening. Like anything yeah. that's happened this year, good or bad, people jump on a bandwagon and they just like rip each other apart. Literally. Like it's like it's like a theme and a trend now to just like hate on people and especially with social media, this cancel culture is so sad because a person can make one mistake and not saying that what she did was right or wrong, but like a simple mistake, even on a smaller scale can get you canceled now. And yeah. think of like everything she's done to build her career and her following and over like, and like everything she relies on, like people buying her classes, yeah. people coming to her salon is like yeah. built off of that following. And I think we can relate because so, we do the same thing. Yeah. And so like, it's not that I'm sticking up for her, like that she was breaking any rules. Like it's fine. Like we're not worried about that, but like, it's just like you're hurting more than just like someone's feelings or like yeah, trying to like family, stand up on what you think is like right or what is actually right. Yeah. I think it's like I mean like she has like people to support like her family like she's just like Jess in a way like yeah. she supports her family like her sisters work for her right yeah, yeah. and like and her, you know this is her and her husband's like only income fifteen kids I think. Yeah. It, well, there, probably not 15, but she, she has a lot. She profile picture for forever, and it was like 15 kids. Yeah. Well, they have a lot of kids and also all the stylists she employs in California yeah. and Arizona. Um, I feel like the better way to go about it, if you are someone that sees that she's breaking the rules, go report her then, you know, like, yeah. and don't put it all over social media. And it's like, what is it going to actually do putting it for on real? social media? I mean, like, yeah, she got fire and stuff, but like but, backlash, but it's yeah. just, but the thing is. It just proves that this is cancel culture because instead of really talking about the masks and all the other stuff, they turned it into she fries hair, she's hair by crispy. That has yeah. nothing to do with what she supposedly did wrong. Yep. I don't like that. I think cancel culture is so sad. And it's just kind of like sad in a way too. Like whenever, every, like all like friends from back home, friends here in Utah, like people on Instagram that mm-hmm. um, it, they're just like, have you seen this? Isn't this so entertaining? I'm like, you guys are like sitting at home like entertaining yourself like watching someone like get bashed and yeah. I'm just not I'm just like Ugh. it's sad like it was funny the first time I saw it because I yeah. didn't realize what a big deal it had been yeah. like I was like oh that's funny but then after I was like this is crazy and, yeah and it was like if you got onto your for you page on TikTok it was like nothing but like Chrissy shaming and like yeah listen, that's Chris, sad Chrissy is kind of funny now because her reaction to it yeah <laughs> well it kind of proves that no publicity is bad publicity because I think her following grew a little bit and she obviously took the path of I'm going to embrace this and make fun of it Mm -hmm. rather than be sad about it which I'm sure deep down her feelings were hurt anyone's would be but she decided to mock it I would cry in my room for a week before oh yeah I'd be like my life's over but she embraced it and I think her making fun of it makes it less serious and then it it helps the situation and if anything, we're all talking about habit and we're all talking about Chrissy now. So yeah. no publicity is bad publicity. People have never heard of them. They're like, have you ever heard of Hair by Chrissy in Arizona? She owns yeah. Habit Salon. Do you know what that is? And I was like, yeah. like Because for, it's just funny that it's just like all like, all these like 12-year-olds on like TikTok and yeah. everything are like making all these videos, making fun of her. And I'm like, I'm like y'all aren't going to hurt her. No. Like she's out here doing it still. Well, like if she was trending outline. on TikTok, like. That's just getting her name out there. Like, yeah. honestly. So, Chrissy, you probably won't listen to this. But if you do, <laughs> if you, are you reacted great. I, I like that she changed her name to Hair by Chrissy and yeah. put, like, a tater tot as her profile picture. Yeah. Like, it was funny. I do think she handled it in the right way. And it's not even, like, it's just, like, in the, like, I've, I'm glad she's reacting that way. And, like, I'm glad it's, like, 
kind of like snarky like a little bit like funny like i don't care yeah. kind of like haha like i'll laugh with you instead of like, like instead of you guys laughing at me i'm gonna laugh with you guys yeah and i like that she's been like firing back with that to like the whole cancel culture part yeah um rather than getting defensive and maybe making it worse yeah well and it's funny because i get she like defend herself like she's like yeah i wasn't doing it, it. yeah and like here's and the she thing. really hasn't addressed that i don't think I don't think so either. I mean, she didn't. I, I do like, wonder, though, how were they able to be open during all that? Because every other salon, like every big influencer in LA was like, I can't work right now. And they still were. That is the only thing I'm confused just, about. Maybe they just didn't care. <laughs> I don't think she cared. <laughs> Which is fine. I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah, she but, could do whatever she wants. And like us defending her kind of just a, a few seconds ago, it doesn't have anything to do with like, whether like it doesn't really matter that she doesn't wear a mask yeah we're not saying that that. i just want to put that out there because i feel like it is a very touchy subject and like honestly like do i want to wear a mask everywhere every day no but do i do it because it's the right thing to do yes um so we're not defending her in any way of like saying yeah oh like she who cares if she didn't wear a mask it's today i just want to focus on cancel culture because well i think what we're trying to say is our podcast getting freaking bashed actually y'all do it Call us out. Yeah, no for, publicity is bad publicity. Yeah, no publicity is bad publicity, and we're about to prove it. So if you guys want to call us out, do it. it. Well, and it, it kind of just. Well, I think what we're trying to say is that this is a form of online bullying, you know? Yeah. And how is that okay? Like, yeah, maybe what Chrissy did isn't okay, but everyone doing this online, that's not okay either, you know? And it's funny because it's like the same young people on TikTok who are like, Hereby crispy charges five thousand dollars and fries up hair only yeah. this like pretty influencer's hair. Um and she's like, whatever about Chrissy, but then the next like the TikTok like two TikToks before that they were like, We should all just learn to love each other. Oh and this gosh. World be a better place. And They're I'm just like, jumping on whatever's popular then. Yeah, and I'm like, Well yeah. and also in some of the videos where it was like showing like hair she did and then the crispy sizzle noises. Yeah. That. All the hair looked beautiful. None of it looked damaged. So that's yeah. what I don't get is I've actually never seen a photo or anything of something she's done that looks damaged. So I'm so confused on where that came from. But what I was going to say was I get a lot of hate comments on my YouTube and I like the way she handled it because like people will call me the hair destroyer and we <laughs> always make fun of that. And of course, like at first I was like, oh my gosh, but now I'm like, oh, the hair destroyer's back. Like yeah. if you know that like this is all just like, stupid people making fun of you or giving you a hard time then it's easier to make fun of it you know the hair destroy is bad should i change that to my name on instagram the hair destroyer hair destroyer style <laughs> um, um i feel like going back to cancel culture though it's just like i feel like it's just happened it happens so much but mm-hmm. i feel like at the end of the day like it probably sucks if you're the person that's like everyone's opposedly canceling but like i feel like it honestly helps you more than it hurts you. it does well i thought i was going to be canceled when i had my baby daddy drama <laughs> which I if you don't know what i'm talking about go look at such a good year i'm so glad i got to experience the last year with you guys but we're done for <laughs> see ya well if you go look at my just jesse igtv you'll know what i'm talking about but i really like i remember crying and being like i'm so sorry if this like makes our business go down like i literally remember being so worried about it and i got followers from it and support and I feel like if anything it's just kind of like helped people relate to me more because it like gives me a story that people could understand um so yeah I think that at the end of the day this is probably good for her unless she did get in trouble with like the state for not following the regulations that would suck probably she probably doesn't care though I just feel like she's like one of the OGs you can't kill Chrissy let's just be honest she's an OG shit y'all like well, and let's let's think about this. 
anyone making fun of her wants to be in her shoes. Like a hundred percent. She's probably sitting on stacks and stacks of dough and right? frizzled ends of these frying and dough. frizzled ends. But people keep going back. Whatever. Um, I also want to talk about this, and I know that this is like such a sensitive subject, but that's kind of like what we like to do on the podcast is open up conversations and maybe like see the other side of things. Um, but I know that some of this came about because they said that she only did like white influencers hair and just coming from like a hairdresser's perspective, you know, we actually don't learn a ton in school about ethnic hair. And I think that actually needs to be a conversation in the beauty industry that schools need to educate a little more on different hair textures and different, um, cultures. Don't you think? Because I feel like even if we got someone coming in the salon needing, that I wouldn't know how to do it. Ethnic hair is different. You have to treat it a little differently, just like you have to treat curly hair different than straight hair. So I feel like it's not necessarily fair to say she's, you know, I don't know if people have called her a racist, but I don't think it's fair to say that's what's going on. I think it's probably just that that's not her specialty. And I think it's a little unfair. I think it's just everything going on with this year and the sensitivity around that it got blown up. But I do just want to put out there that like, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's more just that these are the textures she's more comfortable with. Yeah, and I feel like it, that's so true about, like, I me mean, just, like, thinking back to school right mm-hmm. now, like, we never learned anything. No. Like, we did, we would learn, like, chemical relaxers and stuff, but it would still yeah. be, like, our Debbie doll, who's just, like, a, a white like, fine mannequin, hair, like, yeah. Caucasian doll. Like, yeah. you know, it wasn't, like, anything, like, we never had, like, any, like, cur- we didn't even learn a lot about curly hair. Like, literally, yeah. when you go to beauty school, it's, it's the basics. Mm-hmm. It's, like, more about, like, chemicals and bacteria and sanitation than it is about actually styling hair. And I feel like if that definitely is something that should be yeah. talked about is like opening up and be like, there's more than just like this one basic hair type. There's curly hair, there's yeah. ethnic hair, there's thicker like hair or, or coarse hair. hair. Like, there's so many things that you kind of just have to figure out on your own. Yeah. And if you're getting a license in hairdressing, you should know all of that. Yeah. And I know like in Salt Lake, for example, there are salons here that specialize in ethnic hair. I have a client whose husband goes and gets dreads there and there are specialties in our industry for people like that. Mm-hmm. But also if you think about it, it would be like someone going to supercuts and wanting extensions. That's not their specialty. That's why yeah. that's our specialty. So it, it, I don't think it's so much a race thing as it is just that there's different types of hair to work with. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, like, even if you go into a room and people are like, Oh, I'm a dental hygienist and I'm, I'm a receptionist at of mm-hmm. wherever they work at. And then you're like, oh, I'm a hairstylist. So they're like, well, how long have you been cutting hair? And I'm like, yes, I, I don't cut that. hair, first of all. Yes. Like, I do so much more than that. And they're like, oh, so you just color hair. And like, they think it's they think all it's the same nothing. across the board. And I don't think people really understand, like, what actually goes into doing hair. There's a, that's why you have to have a license. Literally, if you didn't have to have a license, literally, and if it was so easy, there wouldn't be people botching their hair at home. It's true. Hair. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down, like, to it and stuff, I feel like a lot of the times, like, it's just, like, where you don't, people don't understand, like, what actually goes into it. Yeah. And just going back to that, they think, like, oh, this there's always this one color. Like, if someone wants to have black hair, that you just put a black color in a bowl, <laughs> mix it up and slap it on any person's hair, whether they're blonde, yeah, no, whether they're br- dark brown hair, like any, if they have red hair, they want to be black. Okay. We'll just stop some black. There's hair, chemistry that goes into it. You have it. to feel the hair. You have to like worry about those underlying pigments. You have to do like, there's so many steps, like there's so much more that goes into it than people realize. So I think they think, Oh, well you can like color this white girl's hair. You should be able to color this girl's hair. Who's black or mm-hmm. who's Hispanic or anything like that. Or Asian. I'm like, no, this hair textures are so, totally different. They look different. Mm-hmm. Like, 
um, like Asian hair and uh, Hispanic hair are a lot like stronger than yeah. like Caucasian Lucky. hair. Like our <laughs> white people's hair sucks. Um, <laughs> not really, but like it, it, our hair yeah. is like more brittle. Like it our is. sensitive um, most of the times, and it's like other ethnicities and things like that. And there's just like what I'm trying to say. Before what I think we need to do is figure is out just, how we can get schools to better educate on these things. I really feel like that needs to be our mission now that I'm thinking about it. Like schools need to have a, a bigger, versatile education yes. for a broad of clients because the school I went to only focused on basically like lived in colors and because it's like what's popular right now. Like, yeah. And like all of our dolls and mannequin heads and like everyone, all of our clients were like just white teenage girls yeah. and like young adults, like in their early 20s. And so, like, I'm like, yeah, that's all I'm comfortable doing because that's all I've ever done. And I get that, like, they have to obviously teach more of what your client base is in that area. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's what you're doing on the floor. But in theory or in classes, you know, in the classroom, I feel like they should focus more on at least educating on those things. Or there should be more classes available to further your education after school, you know, for things like that. So let us know if you guys agree, because I feel like that is a big thing right now. For sure. Um, okay, so we kind of wanted to talk about cancel culture in general, other people it's happened to in the media, what oh, we think about it. My favorite one of all time, James Charles. Your future boyfriend. West- Her name's Tati Westbrook, right? Yeah. The James Charles and Tati Westbrook drama, I... If it was, like, in a pool, I dove into it. There was nothing (laughs) more entertaining to me at the time. Hold on, let me get this. There was nothing more entertaining to me at the time than the freaking Tati and James drama. I watched both of their freaking, like, hour-long YouTube videos. Oh, and the minute their videos came up, I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to watch this right now. Uh, Yeah. Jeffree Star's video. No more lies. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, my God, Jeffree's posing this. So-and-so was talking about this. I was, like, consumed in it. And, like, I had the little following account where I would, like, see how many people was unsubscribing to James oh, Charles. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was obsessed with it. But that just makes me as guilty as anyone else yeah. when it comes to cancel culture. Like, I love James. I've said it on the podcast before. I'm not into, like, them guys. Like, I want my guy to look like he has, like, a biker and, like, has tattoos and, like, smoke cigs, like, outside yeah. of... you like the homeless uh, type. Motel 6. <laughs> like, I... Um, not really, but really. Um, just a little rough around the edges. Yeah, you but, want a straight guy, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, I just want a guy that's, like, basically... Yeah, a straight guys are so... Like, just a masculine man. That's it, my type. Anyways. But you would it. date James but Charles. But James Charles, I'd be all over that. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Like, it's, is it because he's famous? Like, or is it, like... <laughs> um, I don't know. He's. I think he's so entertaining. Yeah. He's talented. He's a hustler. Like he has his great work, work ethic. ethic. He's amazing at like his talented when it comes to makeup. He's like he, just like the success and everything. Mm-hmm. Not that it's about like money or anything. Even though if you're if you got a fat wallet, hit me up. But <laughs> um. But I feel like I, you guys are actually a lot alike. Like he reminds me a lot of you, so I could see that. Like the go getter and like you like that. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. I see a lot of myself in James Charles. <laughs> I actually brought my makeup to work today. <laughs> you did, actually. <laughs> so, Your little carton of, like, brushes and a beauty blender. I was dying. <laughs> um, but I think it's so inspiring how James Charles actually turned it all around. Because he's now higher in subscribers than Jeffree Star. He yeah. turned it around. He had a TV show on YouTube after that. He's doing amazing. So that's inspiring. And I'm mad at her because me and him may be dating. 
that he's coming out with his own line of makeup. Yeah, I heard that aside too. Aside from his James Charles palette. That's amazing. So not a Morphe deal, like his I own. I think it's his own yeah. shizbiz. That's honestly amazing. And if you listen to my last podcast, like Jesse's story, I talked about how I took a bad situation and like made something from it. And I feel like he did that too. Like yeah. he told, and on and a way bigger turn. scale, the whole world canceled James. He literally was probably in the darkest place. I can't even yeah, imagine. He like quit social media. It was like for a few weeks after that. He was yeah. just like, I've got to clear my space. And him and his family all went on a vacation. He like didn't bring phones, iPads, wow. MacBooks or anything Smart. just to clear his head. But bouncing back to like what I was saying, well, see, I just get like consumed in it. Like mm-hmm. we, we just spiraled out of control. Well, I think Let we see it as entertainment. In. Like celebrities yeah. aren't real people, but yeah. they are. And we have it's to remember like, that. Since we've never met them, it's almost like they're a character in a TV show. Yes. And it's fine if you're like watching Friends and you're like, Phoebe's so dumb. Even though I love Phoebe, she <laughs> is like the most, she's just a dumb and annoying character that's fine to say about her but not the actress herself or be like rachel sucks yeah but jennifer anderson's still a great person you know like i think it's not a real person with feelings yeah and i think it's the same concept whenever you don't know someone you follow them but it's almost like you know them in a way because you know what their personality is like like if i was like watching jesse for example like Mm -hmm. i felt like i knew her before i met her because like i've seen how she acts and how she talks. And like, well, and you thought I was going to be a bitch, so that just well, shows. <laughs> I, I am sometimes. <laughs> That's the story for another day. But, um, I, um, Well, how many people meet us at classes and they're like, I feel like I know you guys already. Yeah. <sighs> how do I put this? You keep interrupting me and I get sorry. so fucked up. Um, so don't let it have any good. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> um, I'm leaving that in. <laughs> so, um, anyways, it's almost like someone, like these, like, influencers or beauty gurus that we follow is almost like, they're a character in a show. Like, you can be like, I hate that character. But, like, at the end of the day, it's who they are. Yeah. And I feel like it is more, like, hard being yourself and people liking you for yourself. Yeah. You take it more As personal. an influencer. Yeah. And that is, or, like, not that it takes more talent or anything, but it is harder being yourself and putting yourself out there for people to like than just a character on a show. Because yeah. once the show's wrapped or once the movie ends, like, that's it. Oh, that was kind of a cool show, but I hated that main character. I hated that person on the side. Mm-hmm. But us, it's like, we hate you as a person. Like, you actually suck. Imagine us. logging on to... Because we're such influencers. Us. Well, imagine logging on to Instagram and all you see is just hate to you. Like, yeah. how hard would that be? Uh, you know what I always say. What? I love being hated. He does. If he gets hate comments on my YouTube video, I he think like, it's, it's I funny. try to laugh it off. At yeah. first, I'd be like, oh my gosh, they think that I can't do hair. Like, they think that I'm frying hair. Or, oh my God, they think that I'm fat. Like, yeah. I would be like, I would take it such to heart. But I'd kind of just like, now I find it more entertaining than anything. Like, I, I mean, if I was going through what Chrissy was going through, I'd probably be like in my room with my, in my room with my head under the blanket. Yeah. But, I kind of just find it entertaining now. I'm just like, huh, I good. think I'm an idiot. Well, I think like, you're one getting time more girl confident. Told me, she was like, what did she say about my outfit in Nashville? Was it the girl who saw you at breakfast? Yeah. It was something like her husband saw you and like he was like, I don't know much about fashion or something. Like, it was, what was it? It was so funny. <laughs> it was funny. so funny, but this girl came up to me. We were eating breakfast at Nashville and there was like this couple and... They're a little boy and they're all staring at me. And I was just like an idiot. I had like plaid pants on and a white shirt. And had like roses down the side. Like it was insane. It was it was not <laughs> my best look. But um, I remember them just like staring the whole breakfast. And I was like, these people think I'm a clown. They think I'm a lunatic. But it's fine. Whatever. Like I asked for it. I look like an idiot right now. And 
I went, she ended up coming to our class that day, and I was, she was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know that me and my husband don't know a lot about high fashion, but you're rocking those pajama pants, <laughs> and that whatever the freaking thing is called, it's like when people... Or like a bull Yeah, like a bull, the people who hold the little red flag, and they're like... What are those called? Olay. Yeah, you looked like that, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I literally, I looked that up top, but like, like I was ready for Christmas down bottom, because I was literally wearing like pajama <laughs> pants, and I, um... Just remember being like, she thought that I looked hideous, and like being so upset about it. But now I'm just like, okay, who cares? Yeah. Like at the end of the day, like I, I'm still gonna be mean. Well, I think she meant it in a compliment too. Do you? Oh yeah. I think it was just like I could never pull that off, but you could type uh, of thing. You well, know. Thanks, girl. Shout out to you if you're listening. <laughs> well, and I think it's funny because I think the more confidence you get in yourself, the less you care about what other people think. Yep. And think of how different you are from when you first moved here. Like your confidence has grown. You're. Huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're a different person now. Like you just experienced things, and you're. I don't. I don't know. Don't you think? Like the more confident you are in like who you are as a person. Yeah. Um. So the next thing you had written down as like a topic to talk about was how cancel culture can affect your business. And I feel like I can relate to this one because when you are the face of your business, like James Charles, for example, James Charles is his business, right? Everything he does, you're going to relate back to him. And I feel similar, like Jay-Z Styles is me. I'm the face of Jay-Z Styles. And since my business is me, it's so hard when like people leave a negative review or give you hate because you're like, they're literally giving me a negative review. Like someone literally at one point left a review and it was like, if I could give Jesse zero stars, I would. And it really had nothing <laughs> to do with me, but since it it's my business, it is me, you know? So it's kind of funny because you have to think of when you're canceling someone, like how it's really going to affect them. And also I feel like, you know, with business and entrepreneurship, you spend so much time and money and you put all this hard work into building your business. And if you do grow a social media platform and something like this happens to you, it can tear everything down in a day, you know? And it's so sad that something someone worked so hard for can be ruined that quickly just because someone like jumps on the bandwagon of hating you. That was deep. Were you even listening? Yes. <laughs> He's literally over here taking selfies and then I stop and he just looks at me. That was deep. Okay. Um, um, but no, I know what you mean. So, like, I feel like if I ever did something. Oh, wait. What did I do one time? Oh, that freaking vegan thing. And I remember this one time that I, uh, we had went to Ohio and I was doing this little Instagram challenge. And it was like, I was basically doing being, like, plant-based for the weekend. So, I was trying to eat vegan and, mm -hmm. like, just eat healthy. And I did done it the whole trip. And it was the last day. And that morning, I was like, last day of being plant-based. This has been so fun. Um, I had a freaking omelet and I feel like this is the stupidest example, but it was like the most I've ever gotten hate on anything. Yeah. And like, there was these people coming out of nowhere. I think I'm pretty sure someone like reported me to like a PETA group or something because I was saying that I was being plant-based, even though it wasn't like a lifestyle change. It was just a fun challenge. And, and you didn't know me... much about it. Like, no, it's not like you thought just, you were breaking was, the rules. This, this girl on Instagram did it, and I was just going off what she did to try the to The best is that you guys. literally, like, got your omelet thinking you're, like, being yeah. so healthy and plant-based. Yeah, and I... So, anyways, I ordered an omelet, a veggie omelet, and I posted it on my story with, like, fruit and all these other amazing healthy things from the earth. And <laughs> they were, like... I was, like, last day of being plant-based. People were, like, you realize eggs aren't plant-based, and those people were buying back and forth. 
like coming at me and people were like you're they're like you're just a poor example of someone who wants to eat plant-based and i was like this is just a challenge you guys oh and i remember speaking like and like since we're on the topic of how it's like affecting your business i remember one girl unbooked from me because no, she was plant-based. yes I didn't know that. Yes, she was wow. late and she was like, you're making this a joke. And I was like, no, literally, it's just a fun challenge. I thought it would be entertaining. I thought yeah. my followers it's would your enjoy diet. it. Are people really that sensitive? It's Holy. just the way I was eating for yeah. a weekend. And I was just like, I'm done. I've ruined myself. I've ruined my career. My clientele's over, over over an omelet. <laughs> but it's true. Like, it's crazy how, like, something so small can just snowball the more that people buy into it. And you it know? was just the stupidest thing. People were putting, like, a few people put it on their stories. No. Yes. That's, I mean, I could see making fun of you for thinking but it, but funny. not real hate. That's I know. Crazy. It's a, not that I don't think anyone thinks like Stu Styles is, they associate me with being plant-based or anything, but it's funny because I get all these freaking things all the time. Like all these merch shops will be like, hey, we'll send you some clothes and give me a discount clothes. And they'll be like, proud to be plant-based. And like, <laughs> all these like vegan things. You're one like, stint I did as a plant-based weekend. And everyone attacked me, and now it's all, like no one knows me for doing get. hair or teaching or like working at Jay Z anymore. I'm just a freaking idiot that screwed up being plant based. Oh my gosh! But that just proves how sensitive social media can be. It sucks. Um, so we wanted to talk about how to react to cancel culture. I think that Chrissy did a great job. You know, just kind of making light of it. Um, I think that that's probably the best way to go about it. I've kind of thought about it because over my years of what we've been doing, I've had you know, bad reviews. I've had people leave negative comments on Instagram or YouTube. I've lost friendships that have been really public and that I've had to sometimes address. And when it comes to all of those situations, even if you are hurt or you are a victim in those situations, if you sit here and get defensive to people, or if you play the victim and you throw a pity party and you put that all over social media, like if Chrissy had done that instead, I'd almost be more like annoyed, you know, like it would make me feel like, Oh, like, I don't know. I I just feel like the way she did it by making it lighthearted was the way to go about it. And I've thought about that in my situation. Like, really, if I respond to a negative comment with more negativity, what is that going to do? It's just going to make me look like a negative person. And it's only going to bring more attention and more negativity. So I feel like the way you should handle those things is... Yeah, if you're doing it on a social media platform, be lighthearted about it. Obviously, talk about your feelings and be real, but I feel like if you feed into it, that's where it grows. And I've actually had that happen to me where I've fed into situations online or drama or anything, and I feel like it only makes it worse. And it reminds me of something I heard. I was talking to our lash girl, Casey, and she was talking about one of her clients and um, how she had been talking about some drama that had happened. And she said that... um, her client said a phrase and it's stuck with me since then. And it was, you know, no matter if, you know, let's say these two people are having an online feud, like Tati and James, right? No matter who's in the right or who's in the wrong, she said, shit smells like shit. So if you're going to stir it up, it doesn't matter who's right or who's wrong. You're all going to smell like shit. Like essentially. (laughs) And I'm like, that's actually so right. Like, even if you're right in your situation, you're, you're feeding into it. And so you're going to end up getting, you know what I mean? Like getting mixed into it. So I think that you know, rise above it and take the high road as the way to go. And just like seeing Chrissy be like, I'm unbothered by this. You're not going to stop me from grinding. I have businesses. I still have things I've got to do. Like I have more important stuff to take care of than like deal with like anything that people are trying to cancel me online. Mm -hmm. I found it like, I I respect that. Yeah. And I do think she handled it the right way. Yeah, I do too. Um, So we're proud of you, Chrissy. And now it's time to play that cringy intro of me saying, let's talk pinks and pets. Maybe we'll change that in season two. <laughs> when is our first season over? Is uh, it 20 episodes? I have no idea. 
We'll figure it out. <laughs> We're just winging this. All right, let's talk peaks and pits. All right, um, so peak and pit time. My peak of the week, let's think about it. The fact that we're actually filming a podcast, honestly. Thank God. It's been so long since we've sat down and done this. I had to do the last one alone. The one before that was one we had actually filmed two months ago and just released later. Mm -hmm. So it's been a minute and it's hard with our schedules because, you know, Stu's so busy doing hair. I'm busy with the business. And even on the days he's doing business stuff with me, it's like noisy in the warehouse and we can never get it done. So we're actually in a closet today doing the podcast because no one can do what we got to do for you guys. (laughs) So, yeah, that's my peak is that we're actually getting this done. And then I would say my pit for this week was a few days ago. I think it's almost been a week. um, My husband's best friend lost his mom and that was just terrible. And we're really close with his best friend, me and Stu, like we love him. And it was just a really hard day and it's been hard since then. Cause when you care about someone and they lose someone, it's just awful. So, um, yeah, that was my pit and that was a really, really sad pit. So let's bring it back to Stu and bring some positivity in here. <laughs> I think that my peak and pit are actually going to be the same thing. And it's that, um, I've been doing hair on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, but now I'm going to be cutting it back to Tuesdays and Thursdays. And it's my peak because I'm excited to do more like behind the scenes at Jay-Z and like with education and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it's my pit too, because I love doing hair and yeah. I'm going to be like cutting back, but I know it's going to be good. And it's going to like help. And you're going to still be so busy on the days you're doing it. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to try to keep up with hair by Chrissy. It's a stewy day. <laughs> That's a wrap. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Let us know what you think about cancel culture, what you thought about the whole hair by crispy thing. Um, You can always reach out to us on Instagram. That's the quickest way to DM us and let us know your thoughts on a podcast like this. You can keep up with the podcast on jayzstyles.co. And then my Instagrams are jayz.styles and just jesse with four eyes at the end. And my Instagram is stew.styles with a Z at the end. Thanks so much for listening, you guys, and we'll catch you next week. Peace out, Girl Scout.